What's up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up, up the witch. witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience, but while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! <laughs> <laughs> hey amber hey taylor was popping <laughs> <laughs> oh so much i mean but also not a lot gonna go get a new rv right now here in a second that's very really. exciting and we're going on a big like almost two week off adventure which is gonna be fun mm-hmm uh, with some family time, but also like hot spring in and chilling. We got the dogs. I'm really excited. It's going to be lovely. It's going to be amazing. Nice to take a little break off. I feel like I really hit my burnout this week where I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been like seeing someone every day for at least three straight weeks. And Which I is amazing. A, it's so amazing. I'm so incredibly grateful. I can't believe that that's even happening. A thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a break too. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming up perfectly. Perfect you work timing. for yourself. So yeah. You can do that. Yeah. I'm excited. And to like create like new structure with that when I get back also. It's also talking to my sister and like they, they like love it out here and there's potential for them to maybe one day move out here. And she's like, I could like work for you. And I was like, oh my God, we could practical magic shop it. Sisters mm-hmm. working in the witchy shop. And like, she almost started crying. And I was like, so cute. here's all these visions that we have. Like, we're going to be expanding all these different things. And I'm going to need someone. And who better than my sister? That would be so Amazing. fucking cool. Like, My mom was like, can I work for you? I said, no. <laughs> it's like three days ago. <laughs> Sorry, mom. No, but I have a different idea for you. <laughs> Yeah, not easy to work with family all the time, especially in that capacity. You don't need a, but, an employee right now. Yeah, that too. <laughs> she's easy to, mm, sorry if she's listening to this, but boss around a little, so she'd be a good employee. <laughs> Just do whatever I say. <laughs> Willingly. She only lets me boss her around. So. <laughs> well, she did have a Scorpio daughter. That's going to be interesting to see bossy we mom and bossy talking, baby Scorpios. yeah when we were talking to cheyenne there is a potential the baby ends up sag would it go that far um i mean one of my ultrasounds they said the due date could be november 11th that would so, still be like two weeks babies can stay in for a long That's i don't even true. know at what week the due date is based off of is it like 37 weeks i think your final period i know but how many weeks uh like is full technically it's full like, gestation because i don't think it's, it's like 40 10 months I'm i think Googling like babies it. can be born anywhere between like 36 and 43 right i just don't know weeks. what the due date is based off of yeah is what i'm saying i'm yeah. gonna google it though yeah, i really do feel like they base it off your last it's period. 40 so 
I don't think it would go and that then, far. That baby's. I mean, it could Scorpio. be a Libra too. <laughs> yeah, which I'm also fine mm-hmm. with. Honestly, thank God the two signs around mine are like great, tolerable. <laughs> I love Libras. I don't know any Sag people. They're fun. They Sag sound Sag great. They're fun. And there's clearly a reason too. they're not in my life, though. I mean, there's a lot of signs that have popped up in my life in later years where I'm like, oh, I've been waiting for one of you. When is Scorpio season over? I think like the 21st or 22nd, maybe. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be a Sagittarius. It is possible, though. November 22nd? Could be. Yeah, that's that's a week and a half after yeah. your due date. That's totally possible. Guess we'll see. Cool. Could be so many things. <laughs> I would rather her stay in longer than <laughs> come out yeah. early. I say that now and be fucking yeah. so pregnant, like get out of my body. Yeah. <laughs> you just come out whenever you're ready. How is uh baby baby progress today? Where are we at? Twenty weeks banana um (laughs) apparently they can hiccup and taste things um your baby is swallowing molecules of the food you eat that have passed through your blood into your amniotic fluid researchers aren't positive whether babies can taste these molecules molecules But some research indicates that what you eat during pregnancy can influence baby's food preferences later. Interesting. What are you craving lately? Fried chicken (laughs) and blue cheese. But like the blue cheese is never stanky enough right now. Like I want like, like raw. (laughs) So I don't know the past like two weeks downstairs at Over Easy on both the breakfast and the dinner menu, they've had chicken and waffles. Yeah. And it is the best chicken and waffles I've ever had. So it's mm. waffles with like the best fucking fried chicken you've ever tasted. The syrup is um, like a bacon syrup. And then mm. they put, I think, pecans um, and a blue cheese butter. Yep. And it's like, it sounds like that might be too much, but oh nope, my God, it, it all goes so well together. I'm like salivating right now in my mouth. Oh my God. So you should probably try to go this week and see if they still have it. Mm -hmm. It'll be the most satisfying thing you've eaten in so long. Um, (laughs) I cut the woman's hair that owns mimosas this week. And she was saying if when you order the chicken and waffles there, you can request that they put blue cheese in the waffle. (gasps) Oh. And she was like, do that. Yeah. (laughs) I think you can get like bacon and blue cheese and jalapenos like put oh, in the waffle that sounds so I'm good not, I'm, I want she that. was like if you order it now I'll go get it oh, I'm like, I will sweet. fall asleep but thank you <laughs> it's not a mid shift oh, that place meal. is so yummy too we went to bird and rye in ashland yesterday for father's day oh have you been there no really mark said he had so I oh he had. i mean he's eaten out way more than yeah. i have it was amazing yeah and all of their Fried foods and most of the things on the menu are gluten free. Oh, that's great news! But it's like all southern, like barbecue. Yeah, that's great. So good for summertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Aw, 
Um, I feel like there's not that much to catch up on for me personally from last week. I was so fucking busy this week. Oh, I think I'm going to hit my first 12K month. Yes, baby. It is in June the 19th. If anything, I'm definitely going to hit 10K, which is my first 10K oh, month. That's um, so exciting. It's June and I've made seven so far and I still Fuck have two yeah. weeks basically to the month. And so Eee, I've been so calling exciting. this in and it's happened before, like when I was at the nest, but I was working like killing myself hours right after yeah. COVID. Everybody wanted their hair done. I was basically working till 10 PM because mm. I was just like happy no. to be back at work. I was yeah. like, just put a bed here. I will just no, live here yeah. now. And I loved it. But now I'm working three days a week yeah. for six hours a day. And I'm about to make... 10k that's fucking amazing and if i could just do 10 to 12 this is before obviously my bills and products and Mm -hmm. everything but still like goals yeah total Mm -hmm. goals fuck yeah i'm so proud of you and so excited for you thank you so we just need to call in that that stays like that till miss baby comes yeah that'd be perfect because i need to stack the money (laughs) Hell yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you. That's so exciting. I'm very proud. The momentum around us. This yeah. podcast is helping. I think so. Thank you listeners for holding our dreams and helping to amplify them too. And now I want an RV. <laughs> Let's get one. I will have one by next summer for Hell sure. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Um, You also hired your doula. I did. I hired my doula this week. Um, I still need to make like a appointment to meet with her with Curtis, but hired the doula. Everything she said sounds great. Super excited. She's I want her to host like a blessing circle for me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to not be too much for everybody that maybe I would do like women show up early for the baby shower we'll do like a little blessing mm-hmm. circle and then we'll like have the party of the baby shower Love with it. like Ever. co-ed because i don't imagine my baby showers being like oh let's just us girls yeah and we're just they wouldn't girls yeah <laughs> like no i want to have a party and i want all my well, friends and i want to dance and i just want to play of you guys too yeah and i did book my flight to st louis yay um and the flight's all summer or all every time i've looked at them i've been like 700 dollars. and i looked the other day and they were 335 (gasps) and i was like i have to get these oh my gosh and it was the day that my united credit card came in so i was like oh (laughs) so i booked my flights home and we are gonna have a baby shower september 10th in centralia illinois at my um childhood best friend's um lake house mm. oh my god it's gonna be so lovely and i have put all the other girls in charge and i just said do whatever the fuck you want run things by me <laughs> want it to be cute but like i'm not helping yeah don't spend much money let's just hang out and I so i'm it. really 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 excited to do Aww. that i also think it's funny because i texted my mom or I called my mom to tell her, and she's supposed to be out here in September, but she doesn't know the exact date yet. Oh. And she was like, I'll be there. And I was thinking that six years ago when I moved here, Allison had her baby shower back home in St. Louis, and 
Nicole and I, my best friend that drove out here with me, showed up to Allison's baby shower with my car already packed <laughs> and left her baby shower and drove out here for me to live here. And I think it would be so funny if that was the same situation with my mom. That just would like be showed up at my baby shower and was like, all right, I'll see you in Oregon. Aw, that can totally happen. There's it's still time probably to make what that will happen. happen. I That's love that. Probably how it's going to go down. So perfect. it's just funny. Um, I picked that specific weekend because Hozier will be in St. Louis <laughs> and have you found your tickets yet? <laughs> I'm going to wait till last minute because they're all resale tickets yeah. and I think they'll go down a little bit. Um, but the dates he plays in Portland is like a couple days before my due date. So I feel like mm, better mm. not. So. Yeah. That you, yeah, no. <laughs> Kurt was like, What if you just give birth on the dance floor? I'm like, No, the cool story. I'm like, That's not a cool story. That's so traumatizing. Oh, you don't no. get it. No, that's so funny. So I think everything's oh, so lining exciting. up how it's supposed to. That's wonderful. Yay. Picked a name, not sharing. I think I said that last yeah. week. It's perfect. Awesome. What about you? That's it? Yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, my eyes are just like, what has been happening in my life? Last week went by really fast. So fast. So crazy. I slept a lot. Really good. All very good. I ended up taking Saturday off and just like mostly said, like hung out on the couch. I had a really bad headache the night before that bled into the next day. So... I was like, yeah, my body keeps trying to tell me to, like, slow the fuck down, like, with my back going out a few weeks before, and just like, okay, time to restructure my time, because, mm-hmm. I mean, as soul-filling and lovely as recording is, too, it's still, like, a day of work also, in a way. I have learned that, yes. And so, if I'm only giving myself one day, and it's just not enough. So I'm also a big believer if you could shove everything into a couple days, I'd rather do more work one day yeah. and have like full days totally. off than do like little things each day. Totally. And I know that's not everybody, but that's definitely what I would rather do. Yeah. And I'm building I'm building that muscle to be able to hold space for more. Um and it's working and I you know, I do feel very energized like afterwards in the following days, but I also need to just like have time for rest and play and especially with summer it's yeah. solstice week so it's time to even though it's 60 degrees home today and raining which I love these kinds of days so I'm not complaining about it but it is kind of funny uh mid-June and it's cold out <laughs> yep that happened last year I think yeah um, but yeah everything's good uh really excited about today's interview it's with one of my oldest, closest, bestest friends in the whole world, mm-hmm. Cheyenne. Um, she just had her BB last month. And mm-hmm. so it was really nice to be able to connect with her here before she has to go back into the work life um, and to be able just to like hear her story and things that were influential to her and especially like talking deep on pregnancy and, you know, what pregnancy could look like for every every single person how different it is for every single person just being completely open hearted and you know sharing her genuine experience I feel is so important and beautiful and we need more of that in the world and yeah just super grateful for both of you being so 
open and vulnerable in your experiences, not holding back. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. And, you know, I hope it encourages others to do the same. And, you know, those going through it who don't feel so open, not feeling so alone in their experiences. And really that's a big part of this podcast. And what I love so much is, you know, it's not just pregnancy. That's like a whole life changing event, but we all go through so many different Mm -hmm. things and experiences in our lives. And it's really nice to be able to see your self and other people's stories too. Yeah. Just another form of transformation. Yes. Transformation. Sweet butterfly moments. Well, go get your RV. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you next week. Love you. Love you. Welcome, welcome to Waking Up the Witch. Let's just start by closing our eyes if you're in a safe place to do so and creating some grounding breaths to help connect our energy. Breathing in and release. Breathing in again. And release. One last big breath in. And release. Like to call in our higher selves and our spirit teams to be here today. Just creating a safe environment for us to share and be vulnerable and connect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Sorry, my demon. <laughs> we haven't heard her in a while. <laughs> Welcome back. <Yeah. laughs> thank you. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> Hi, Amber. I'm very excited about our guest today. One of my longest, closest, Yay. besties in the whole world. My dear friend, Cheyenne. Hi. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. She is part of... Also, Taylor, it's called a baby. It's not called a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. (laughs) That's what it's been this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Although I did call mine a succubus for (laughs) sucking the life from me. Yeah. That's kind of what they do. (laughs) You are Mm -hmm. their life force. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. Great start. Yeah. Um, Cheyenne, tell us who you are, what you do, what's going on in your life, and yeah. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone. Uh, I am Amber's best friend, and um, I am a trained librarian and archivist and I work at a museum in Iowa. Um, I am currently on maternity leave, so a lot of my identity currently is being mom. Um, Yay. yay. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else you want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. It's hard when you feel like you know everything about each other to introduce yourself to I know I'm introducing myself to a lot of other people but just talk to me yeah (laughs) forget her talk to me okay (laughs) 
That's uh, totally valid and totally normal. And what I really love about this is I am guaranteed to find out new things about you today. Mm -hmm. And I really love the opportunity to be able to talk with people, whether we know them or not, and just to give them that space to share who they are with the world so that Mm -hmm. other people can witness them and maybe find a little bit of themselves within these strangers uh, in their ears right now. Are you okay? Yep. Bourbon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burps are totally acceptable on this podcast. It was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne has really funny burps that are kind of bubbly. I, we should start calling them cauldron burps because they're kind of <laughs> cauldron-y. <laughs> yeah. Double, double, or bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why so, don't yeah. you just tell us your life story from the beginning? Yeah, tell us about Cheyenne. Yeah, you know what just popped into my head um, from the sound of music? Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> How many times have I said that on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Amber I do does it that a lot. all the time. And Taylor's well, like, I haven't heard okay, you stop. do that, so I'm not uh, <laughs> feeling it for me. It was an original thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because we have same brain bestie same brain syndrome (laughs) I know so yeah I honestly that probably is the best place to start because um when you talk about where my like spiritual journey began or where I um where I found witchiness or what have you um I would certainly say it began with my mother's um I when my biological mother, Anna, who I hope you guys talk to sometime on the podcast, I think she would be a really interesting guest. Um, When uh, when she talks about my origin story, she, um, and she's also a writer, she writes um, that my spirit started calling to her when Mm -hmm. I was, when she was 29. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't have me until she was 37, but um, she tried for me a few different times in between there. Um, and for her, it was uh, definitely more work than um, for for you or I, Taylor, um, uh, or any of us. Or Well, no, that's not true. A lot of people work hard at it. But um, my mother is uh, queer. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I have two mothers, had two mothers. This is when I said I was going to get emotional. Yeah. Um, it's okay. But yeah, sorry. Um, I just lost my other mother. <sighs> my Danish so mother. Um yeah, sorry. In April. Um but uh when they decided to have me, um, she had my mom, Anna, had uh had tried to uh or had wanted to have me when she was with a different partner, um, and I would have been a totally different spirit so Mm -hmm. to speak if she had had me then um but she and Irene decided to have me um and uh just describing the way that my mom uh very sort of poetically describes uh creating a baby um shows you how spiritual she is Mm -hmm. and uh they were I often sort of flippantly say um, my parents are lesbian hippies, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I remember as a kid finding my mom's uh, tarot cards there. They were like these, um, it's called Mother Earth deck. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it. I think Amber's seen it. I, mm-hmm. I purchased it as an adult, a smaller version of it, but um, they're very um, feminine and uh, yeah, feminine they're circular uh, energy. Yeah, they're, so they're circular. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. This is a this is a <laughs> this is not a visual not medium. <laughs> a visual medium. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to quote some of our favorites, um, <laughs> yes. but uh, so yeah, it's a circular deck, and um, I always thought they were just so cool, and I loved the images on them. And uh, she also used to have this huge book, like her um, her like tarot book was like I mean. I don't know if you can see my hands, but it was probably like a foot. I think it was in a binder even like this was like an old school made by someone where um, I brought my tarot card uh, deck for later. And um, these ones are totally made on the computer, which also still Mm, cool. But I mean, this is like an old school version of that. And I ended up giving her that deck that I repurchased because she, somewhere in her moves she got rid of her tarot deck so Mm. um because it just didn't call to me as an adult um Mm -hmm. but so yeah uh my interest in spirituality and uh witchiness was really fostered by my parents um Irene my other mother was actually a hardcore atheist uh so (laughs) like I mean hardcore um, but I would say she was still, she would probably get mad if I said that she was spiritual, but I think she still had some <laughs> spiritual tendencies. Um, and I mean, just, I remember as a kid, um, playing with my friends, we used to, I feel like maybe every baby witch did this, but, um, made potions and, mm-hmm. uh, we broke into our neighbor's yard and, uh, and stole things from their garden to create a potion that then it was mixed with like dirt and stuff and said you mm-hmm. had to eat it yes we did the like when I was oh. cutting our hands and oh, mixing yeah. your blood oh, together yeah which I'm just now remembering <laughs> which is the practical magic yeah like blood my blood sisters. your blood yeah. our blood totally did that <laughs> I don't mean, do I don't do that. Totally remember <laughs> don't that. Do that. <laughs> but I don't remember if I ever did that or not. Um, but I remember that being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, when I was in, I want to say middle school at the book fair, there was, like, a teen witch book oh, with, cute. like, little inc- incantations and stuff. And... That I wanted it and my mom <laughs> my mom bought it for me um at the the book fair mm-hmm. uh, so I mean she's always been really encouraging um but I would say at least in practice and uh and as I would just call myself I would say I'm more of a natural witch and mm-hmm. I do more um manifestations maybe and like it's more in my thoughts rather than um me too physical ritual mm-hmm. so it's perfect yeah. 
And I'm a big, big time believer. I don't know if you'd consider this witchy, but I'm big time into astrology and I find it very interesting. And so. we have the same birthday. Almost. Almost. A day apart. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, you're the 28th of October and I'm the 27th mm-hmm. of October. Yeah. Basically the same. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> when I found that out, Basically when I met Taylor, I was like, okay, we're going to be good friends. <laughs> yeah. My bestie's birthday. Not going to lie. Is- when I found that out about Taylor, I was a little bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very Scorpio thing, though. I Scorpio think, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, I I met like a new girl recently by chance. <laughs> Taylor was like, oh, cool. And I was like, I know she's doing that Scorpio thing. I could just feel it. It was like over time. <laughs> and then That's like nice. a few days later, she was like, not gonna lie, I was kind of jealous about that, and I was like, "I know, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it to make you." Jealous. I didn't even say that. I was like, "I don't like it." <laughs> I was like, "Good yeah. thing I have lots of good practice with a Scorpio babe." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I practice getting yeah. older and being less crazy. So. <laughs> Same. Yeah, takes I- some time. <laughs> I think it also for me derives from. Um, just missing my friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I miss so you hormonal. so much. Hormonal. <laughs> it's okay. And, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, just not being able to be there and and make the friends yeah, too. So yeah, that's kind yeah. of like a big thing with Cheyenne and I is like always very big social butterflies together, and like our yeah. powers amplify, and we just start and then adding jelly and like all three of us i think that's why we are so deeply connected the three of us too and just yeah. hi jelly hi jelly <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we kind of have this superpower in our tripod <laughs> in our in our mm-hmm. hashtag cunts group it's just yeah. very much like we're friends with everyone and our friends could be friends with each other. And if that doesn't work for you, mm-hmm. bye. I'm just trying to infiltrate <laughs> yeah. the group. Girl, you I got have. memes oh, you coming. You're good. Yeah. I got memes coming from Cheyenne. I'm watching a reality yep. show with Joey. I think I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You good. Yay. You good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for having me. Well, yeah, and but going back to I astrology, that- too. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was going to, oh, you can say something, but I was going to say, I know that, um, did you see that? I just told you you can say something on your own podcast. <laughs> sorry. <Scorpio. laughs> um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm flexible and easy. <laughs> Libra. <laughs> um, Taylor, I know that your big three are all water, mm-hmm. um, which would be intense. Mm-hmm. And my, I'm, I'm Scorpio sun, uh, Aries moon and Lib- or sorry, uh, Cancer rising. So oh, I wow. have two water. Pretty close. But I'm I'm really thankful for that fire in there. And mm-hmm. um, although when when I became aware that I had a um, Aries <laughs> moon, I was like, gosh, yeah. I'm like the worst combination <laughs> of the zodiac. Like I don't know how I'm so balanced and. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. Well, so. you said it, not me. So. <laughs> like so oh, Aries to me I mean, is just a jarring 
can be a jarring sign sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, ah, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely can. But I think also, as you were mentioning with age, I've I've gotten a little, I'm also just very direct about everything. And that's the way I prefer things in life. And, and I prefer um, that as your friends or, or your friends. Yeah, is being the friend some people of don't like Scorpios. That. Make people. I used to make people cry a lot, and I would just be standing there like, "What? <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, know what I did." <laughs> but you learn. Yeah. To um, I would just rather you not yeah. do behind my back and be pissed off at me and me not know it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, it's hard. I have definitely called friends out and been like what's your problem you're being a little bitch today and I've I think I've said that to Amber before we don't really ever fight because Mm -hmm. you just say dude what's what's up with you Mm -hmm. and then um I've had other friends be like nothing and then a few minutes later they're like you know what you're right I'm sorry and I'm like yeah okay I mean I know but what's wrong with you (laughs) I love that about us yes I love the Scorpios I was going to mm-hmm. say, Scorpio is pretty jarring to others, too. Yeah, so yeah, you either totally. love it or you hate it. Totally. And I think that's why yeah. Aries and Scorpio sometimes don't. It's like oil and water, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just can't mix sometimes. So I think that's kind of mm-hmm. great that you do have like mm-hmm. a strong Aries placement, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of help you have that balance. Yeah, totally. What were you going to say, though, about... Um astrology oh i was just Amber. bringing it back to yeah. astrology to talk about your oh. chart so yeah and i want same brain know. in a different way mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's also um funny because uh amber and i both have like the co-star app mm-hmm. and um we actually have so many similar placements mm-hmm. in our charts like amber and i are nine days apart born nine days apart mm-hmm. um so we were in pretty similar places. And I mean, when I say I'm really into astrology, I'm really into like looking at people's charts and reading about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as knowing like a lot of the behind the, you had a guest on who talked about charts early on. Mm-hmm. I can't All remember the her name. I'm sorry. Danielle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting to me. We learned um, a lot. Too. Yeah. But I don't remember any of it so I mean I try to piece those parts back into my life here and there and but it it did make it feel a little bit more digestible in a way and starting to see like themes where I was like okay I can start to understand this language do you use Mm -hmm. that sanctuary app uh I used to. I it's think great because it go it like breaks, it breaks down, down every single mm-hmm. house, every single planet, mm-hmm. and you can like click on it, and it will tell you about yours. Mm-hmm. And I like okay. I like that to... out on like a. That's how my brain works. Like mm-hmm. I like it on a form. Mm-hmm. I can't look at my chart and be like, oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, this, this, and this. Hundred percent. Um, I do actually. I should I I keep every time I talk like sort of in depth about my chart um with people I remember that Amber um gifted me a um mm. a chart reading one time mm-hmm. and it was great mm-hmm. uh and I think I have a video of it that cool. I can go to the link of and I've never listened to it again that um, would be interesting where I had this to convers- look at now 
Yeah, where I had this conversation with um, a woman who Amber gifted both Joey and I. Um, oh, I have something to say. And herself, I think. There's okay. a, um, have you done Edith, your baby's chart yet? There's an app called like Star Child or something. And it's, Ooh. you put in like yours and your baby's and it's like how to parent your oh, like so ways cool. to relate to your kid and how you can parent them more easily based off your own signs. That's amazing. Oh my God, I love that. Send it <laughs> yeah. to you on Instagram. Okay, so um, Edith is a Taurus, and I'm really happy about Amazing. that. Um, yeah, great sign. What, I love a Taurus. What's really, what's really funny is um, when I found out my due date, um, I was, I think it was like <laughs> just after I found out, I, or like, I found out I was pregnant really early. I was like three weeks pregnant, and I knew that I was pregnant. And I've, yeah, um, I had let Amber and Joey know, of course. Um, actually, I think I waited a little I bit. I think you waited before. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And Just then like a couple weeks David, later. my husband, yeah, my husband was like, you need to tell some of your friends just in case something happens so that you have that support there. Oh, wise. He's such a sweetie. Um, and, uh, but... I oh I found out her her due date was five twenty one and I was, and which is uh, Gemini and I was like God damn it um, <laughs> no no shade but no <laughs> kind of no shade, shade but both my biological mom and uh, my father both Gemini's oh interesting um, both my parents are Pisces both of mine are Scorpio mm-hmm. whoa. That's really yeah. so strange. Oh, that's funny. That's so weird. Um, and then my two best friends, Amber and Joey, are two days apart and a few years apart, both Libras. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of close friends who are Libras mm-hmm. and um, and Gemini's. Um, and that's fine, and I love them, but uh, they also <laughs> frustrate me sometimes. And so I was like... I really want my child to be a Taurus and really grounded. And then I also uh, yeah. was watching Dahmer and uh, the very first episode of Dahmer, they say his birthday and it's uh, May 21st. Like, no, no, like, no, 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 ah. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> he would be a Gemini. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't have so. any Geminis in my life, so <laughs> I can't really relate to that. <laughs> Lots of Libras, though. It's- I think yeah, I think really Scorpios love time, Tauruses, yeah. and Tauruses are a little bit exact like opposite. Eh. <laughs> like you guys are a lot, and we're like, but we love you. You're the you're oh, the yin yang of each other. Mm-hmm. So I have a really good friend who's a Taurus. Um, we had a falling out like after college, uh, um, and then reconnected a little while ago, and uh, it's funny to me how similar the two of us are. Mm-hmm. Like we're like so similar Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy that we um that we reconnected um but yeah so what's funny is I just had this feeling that she was going to be born on the 16th and it was a manifestation self-fulfilling prophecy whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it but that's the day I was scheduled for an induction so Mm -hmm. um even though when I uh 
whenever people ask me what her, what my due date was, I said uh, May twenty first, which is Jeffrey Dahmer's birthday. <laughs> I literally, I literally texted that. I'm so sour about it. Happened. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how Amber said it to me when I <laughs> yeah. asked. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so, but she's a Taurus, and she's an Aries. Uh, rising or Aries Moon, Aries Moon, um, which Amber told me um, right <laughs> away. Day, I was like, "What time was she born? What, where, where exactly was she born?" And Joey like knew half the information. The things his brain decides to remember are mind blowing because he doesn't remember anything, but he knew the hospital yeah. and everything. I was like, right. "Oh, how did you know wow. that?" <laughs> yeah. Um, What's her rising? I think she's a Sagittarius rising. Fun. Yeah, I don't remember. Is that right? right. I don't Do remember. remember? Um, yeah. But I love that you both have oh, Aries yeah. moons though, and that yeah. you are opposite signs. So like very balanced. Yeah, and you both are kind of coming into this world with that same like you know, all the good of an Aries, like you hold already in your essence. Oh, she's got that fire. Mm-hmm. Believe you me. Um, <laughs> She's saucy already. <laughs> oh my god, she screams when I do not do as she bids. <laughs> I call her my lord and master. <laughs> How old is she? A month um, old? Yes. Tomorrow she'll be five weeks old. Wow, that was fast. So fast. I know, right? Ooh, doggy. I'm, I'm Wait, are you 20 weeks the... today? Yesterday, I turned 20, 20 weeks. 20 weeks. You're halfway there. Cool. Yay. Scary. Yay. I'm, I'm kind of terrified, but it's fine. So normal. <laughs> I think people don't That's say so that. Normal. They're liars or just don't know what's coming for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, this I think I think this is a, a well obviously because we're both well I'm not pregnant anymore but um, <laughs> the I felt very much and uh, was again my direct self and said things on like Instagram or whatever um, bitching about how mm-hmm. I was really feeling and um, I had so many people so many of my friends who had kids a long time ago dm me and be like oh yeah that's totally a thing thanks for being so honest about how you're feeling because it's like whenever someone asks you how you're feeling um I feel like it's just expected that you're going to be like oh it's magical and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy and are you loving your pregnancy no No. I didn't I (laughs) I mean I I I love the outcome. I'm yeah. so happy that she's here. Worth it. Um, and I was thinking about that the entire time. And honestly, I had such an easy pregnancy. When I hear about other people's pregnancies, mm-hmm. I had like no morning sickness. Um, I I got sick three times, like a cold in my first trimester, which really sucked um, because you can't like take anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I realized how much I depend on um, like modern medicine to uh, make me feel better when I feel shitty. Um, but, and I missed ibuprofen really badly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. my 
back and joints are mm-hmm. um, difficult on the best of days. Um, mm-hmm. But I also learned, I, I, I realized how much I had been using ibuprofen as a crutch for that. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, I don't use it nearly as much now that I'm yeah. done. Um, but I think it's really important also just to say, you know, it's, it's not my favorite. That's what I said to yeah. people when they asked it's me if hard. I was really enjoying. It's really hard. Some people and do love it. Exhausting. I don't believe them, but <laughs> they say that. I agree. Um, I have also heard people say that they love it and I'm like, that's fantastic. Um, I did not. Uh, but <laughs> then there are people who have asked me if, if I loved it and um and as soon as I said that I didn't they were like yeah and I would like mention why you know Mm -hmm. like my joints hurt a lot and um one uh my husband's ex uh told me we have a good relationship with her she told me that her two pregnancies in her 20s were so much easier than her pregnancies in her 30s Mm -hmm. and I was like okay well that makes sense that makes sense yeah um but yeah so I mean I think it's really important just to just to you know be like no I I feel like shit right now and I'm really exhausted and I'm creating a human which is awesome Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to meet her but um my back hurts and Mm -hmm. uh my tailbone started hurting like wicked bad and it still hurts when Mm. I sit for too long um it almost feels like a bruised tailbone. Mm. Um, but that was before so birth. Painful. Yeah. That was while I was pregnant that she that started. Yeah. Hanging out there. <laughs> yeah. Except she wasn't. She like, oh. uh, she was um, breech. Oh, yeah. At my 32 week appointment. Um, and then uh, she turned herself around. But the reason that I ended up having to have an unexpected C section was because my pelvic girdle is too small Hmm. and so she couldn't descend into the birth canal um your girdle it's like the it's like your pelvis your pelvic bone Hmm. the girdle like the bowl I I think uh, well I'm just saying that because I never Googled it. I just assumed. Um, (laughs) But it's like the, I I hear it mentioned and I've done some uh, meditation before where they talk about um, your uh, pelvic bowl. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. that's the same thing. Like it's the the bowl area of, you know, Mm -hmm. where, where the, where the head would drop into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, and I just kept not, um, even though they had me on Pitocin and I was, she did flip. She was head down, but Mm. she never descended into my, um, into the birth canal. And that's Mm -hmm. because her head was too big for it because my pelvic girdle is too small, which is weird because I had big hips. So I would have thought, yeah, you know, my grandma had nine children vaginally. And so you would think, but. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like every, pregnancy is so different even with mm-hmm. like the same like your same body and just different babies too mm-hmm. yeah it's wild mm-hmm.
So we should go back to talking about life, like growing up witchy, because I know you don't have that much time and we're just like hanging out. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> go back to life, like growing up with your witchy parents and then kind of into teen years and how all of that has evolved to who you are today and who are you today? Yeah. Um so I don't I don't think I really ever thought very much about um about my witchiness in like middle school, high school era. I just did things that probably could be considered witchy. Um I certainly have always liked to collect things, little things, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. That feels witchy to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like sort of charms or um loved rocks you know yeah uh, and plants dried plants all of that stuff and um but and and like when you find a little necklace like I have I have like a perfume bottle necklace that is like a metal heart with a little stopper in it mm-hmm. and um I've always had an altar oh that's a thing I my mom always I guess I don't have one right now but uh I should work on that my mom always uh, had an altar and always um, like sort of encouraged me to have an altar too. And so cute. Um, mine was probably more, it just had, you know, things that meant something to me on it. Um, uh, but she would, you know, put intentions and stuff like that um, on, on the altar. Um, yeah, so I always had that growing up, and I would say probably it was more as an adult, and even probably when I was spending time with you, Amber, in Denver, and Joey, um, was more when I uh, started to think about ritual and um, being witchy, but I still always, like, I enjoy participating in a ritual Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoy participating in ritual with specifically with Amber and Joey. Um, But I, uh, Joey's such a good little planner with those things. And Amber, (laughs) Amber, you are too. I, I would rather just fly by the seat of my pants or (laughs) do that's one area of my life where I'm okay with somebody giving me the instruction. So (laughs) this is what we're doing tonight. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) I'd rather do it that way. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah. So, and I, uh, also enjoy like, I guess, witchy TikTok accounts and witchy, um, Instagram um but as I said before a lot of it is more like natural which a lot is in my in my brain in my head um I also really connect with nature um and I love hiking and Mm -hmm. you know walking around in nature I still um pick a lot of those little things I love to I I've gotten into foraging a bit and Mm -hmm. um I saw uh there's um there's a uh like parks department who must have hired some uh some what is no oh my gosh 
we're millennials, but what are the people younger than us? I can't think. Gen Z. Gen Z. They must have hired some Gen Z TikTok people and <laughs> for their social media. And they did this really cute, like, um, everybody has one of those friends and they're on a hike where, and then the person is like, that's actually this kind of plant and you can do this and this. And I was like, Oh my God, it's me. (laughs) And yeah, like knowing, uh, knowing the natural or knowing the native plants or somebody's like, Oh, look at that beautiful flower. Actually, that's an invasive. Uh, yeah. Love that. And I, I, I find nature very interesting and, um, I feel very grounded when I am in nature. Um, yeah, I feel like um, that's always been a part of you, like being raised in smaller communities and just having yeah. nature around. Like you, your eyes really are always good at catching like the beauty and everything. Like Cheyenne's always been our picture taker. So like anything that we do together is documented when we're together because she's just so good at that. And being out on hikes I feel like even more so since you've been in Iowa you've like really connected back into that and I don't know if that's because you were kind of really secluded and you're like I have to go entertain myself and find myself and Mm -hmm. find what makes me happy out here but I feel like you really came back to that even more deeply once you moved to Iowa yes I definitely connected more with nature again when I came out to Iowa and it big time happened during the pandemic Mm, in 2020. I had already been here for two years and I was really, I was really sort of focused on um, two years and then I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, And then the opportunity came for me to renew my contract with my job and um did you move was, there for the it job was right I did okay. yeah um it was my first job out of uh my master's program and I left all of my friends in Denver and yeah. the first place that I I really I moved a lot as a kid also my mom moved a lot um <sighs> and I um I you know, Gemini, air sign, flighty. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I, it was the first place I really felt really at home. And mm-hmm. my mom even saw that. She she was like, this is the first place I've ever Thriving. seen you really love where you live. Yeah. And, um, but it was the, it was a job that I needed to take to get experience in my, um, in my uh, field. And I also, uh, had the opportunity to work with collections, uh, Danish collections, Danish language, um, which I sort of briefly mentioned at the beginning. I'm also half Danish and I speak Danish fluently. Um, and my my other mother uh, was Danish from Denmark. Um, I spent my summers there as a kid. Um, and uh, yeah. So it was it was a good fit, but it was a very small town, and I'm definitely a city girl. Even though I mm-hmm. do love the country and can do country things, I um, I like that as like a vacation and not as um, mm-hmm. an everyday. Same. And yeah, so two years in, I was like, oh, the pandemic hits, and I'm like, 
I've been practicing for this for two years. All of my friends in Denver, yeah. I'm, I'm. This is actually increasing my um, my friend time because everybody's Everyone zooming else is and stuck at home. <laughs> um, yeah, and FaceTiming me, and I'm talking to my friends way more than I did before. But I also started. I just like I don't know what happened. I woke up one day and I was like, I'm I am isolated. Yeah, but I need to stop moping around and mm-hmm. um and hating Iowa and I need to get out and find something that I enjoy doing here and make it an enjoyable time because I'm here I'm going to be here for another two years at least um because that was my contract and um I was like I need to I need to not be so crabby about it and Mm so I found um this beautiful place in the Lust Hills which um most of Iowa um is farmland now and most of the top layer of soil has been farmed away because um, they've been farming it forever. But they're the less hill chain. They're these like huge hills of this special kind of dirt. I don't know um, <laughs> that uh, some sciencey thing happened that you know created these, and they're really beautiful. So um, pretty out there. And as close as yeah, as close as you can get to mountains, which <laughs> I never thought I would miss so much as I do I grew up in New Mexico and lived in Colorado and I love the mountains and mm-hmm. miss them so much but I started going there um multiple times a week like I would go after work and on a hike and this is like an hour drive for me each way um and I would go like every weekend and I I really really enjoyed it I found some other places that were closer to me there are a lot of parks around here that do actually have um like little forest wooded areas and a lot of them have been uh paths have been made um and I do some off-trail foraging there sometimes and stuff so it's I mean finding nature again here has has really helped me ground myself and you know mm-hmm. um yeah did you meet your happiness. husband there I did At he trapped point? me here forever <laughs> yeah. um tell so, us all about it well first real quick do you need to check on him um with your time do you think it's okay um he hasn't come in uh, to check on me yet, so I'm okay. just going to go with it. Let's okay, just go I just want to be respectful yeah. and mindful of your time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as uh, Amber will attest to, I've always had a thing for bartenders. She loves bartenders. Um, <laughs> I don't really know why. I feel like the way... It's a vibe. The way that I the way that I explain it is that a lot of bartenders have really engaging personalities and that's why I like them. Mm-hmm. You it doesn't call it hurt that. that they <laughs> it doesn't hurt that they ply me with alcohol and mm-hmm. um and I like to drink. Yeah. So yeah. Um but uh he I was I was actually supposed to go out with a friend and her friend uh at a town adjacent to where I was living and she bailed on me but I was like I'm going anyway um which I have no problem going and doing things by myself (laughs) um 
no. <laughs> uh, and I went to this um, this bar in town and I walked in and um, I was still meeting her friend there who I had met a couple of times. And um, I walked in and I was like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> he was the bartender. And I was like, noted. Um, later when he told me, he was like, you walked in and I was like, oh, she's cute. And I was <laughs> like, well, <Wow>. yes. But <laughs> uh, and my the friend that I was meeting or the friend that was there um, had already been there for a while. And so she was, you know, almost ready to tap out. <laughs> but I had ordered um, I drink uh, whiskey um, with a soda water back. And so, and he gave me like a country bar pour, which is like <laughs> a good probably heavy pour. four fingers. <laughs> yeah, four fingers of whiskey. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, thank I you. love you, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, so she left or she was like oh are you almost done I was like well I'm not gonna chug this because I have to drive home so I'm just gonna I'm good you can you can go and I'll just chill here and then we ended up chatting all night and there were some pretty heavy rainstorms um which if I think about it is interesting my middle name is rainstorm Mm. um oh my goodness again hippie lesbian parents And there were a couple of really heavy rainstorms, like so heavy. Um, and for a significant period of time that I was like, well, I can't drive in this. It's like sheets of rain. And so I was like, I guess I'll just have another drink. And then I ended up closing the bar there. And um, although I felt like connected with him and usually I have no problem asking someone for their number or whatever I didn't actually ask him for his number but he asked me for mine um and uh I so I was driving I started driving home and he messaged me and he said um it was really nice to meet you we should hang out again and I misread it and thought he meant like come over and hang out now (laughs) so okay where do you live and he was, he was like, uh, and, he, and then he just called me and he was like, oh, well, I just moved into my house, but um, so I don't have any furniture and I'm redoing the floors, but we could sit on the porch if you want to come over. And I was like, sure, what's the address? And, <laughs> I, and we sat on the porch and it was still like lightning and thundering and like raining a little bit. And we just chatted for like two hours. Um, and I was like, gosh, maybe I misread this because <laughs> he was not making a move. And I was like, I guess maybe I'm going to have to make a move. <laughs> and then right before, right before I did, he was like, so what do you think? And, um, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. What do you think? And he was like, well, I kind of want to kiss you. Can I? And so he asked me. Um, very big on country um, boy yeah yeah and I was like I thought you were not going to and I was gonna have to (laughs) yeah and I'll leave that story there but um (laughs) it was 
Um, it was a really lovely uh, first meeting and things just sort of flew from there. And um, we're both in our late 30s and know what we want, have lived our lives. Um, so we just felt like it was right. And um, he came to visit me while I was working in Denmark for a couple of months. And that's when uh, I knew this is it. He's going to visit Cheyenne, another country. She's in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This and I had been looking at a house to to buy. Oh, one of the funny things when I came and looked or came to his house, um, I was like, oh my gosh, this house. I was looking at it online and totally loved it because I saw the bathroom and the Mm pile in there. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to buy this house. And he was like, oh, I bought it on the first day that it was on the market. Um, and um, so it was really funny that it was a, and I at Do some point in time said now? that my, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I know. And at some point in time, I said to myself that the next place that I lived would have a beautiful porch and mm-hmm. we have that porch and mm-hmm. it's we're we're in the neighborhood weirdly our house is like up on a hill kind of and so you can sort of look out over the whole neighborhood and I love that Mm -hmm. um so yeah and I mean he it's just so there's so many things that just felt right and one of them is how direct he is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Capricorn Sagittarius Sagittarius. <laughs> I love Capricorns. <laughs> so yeah, much. me too. Um, and he, we're, we're just both very direct. And uh, he's the first guy I've ever um, had a relationship with where um, we actually just, talk about our issues Mm -hmm. or when I talk about my issues he doesn't go running Mm -hmm. or when I get mad about something or when he gets mad about something we just talk it out um probably ad nauseum for him because he is still a guy and (laughs) uh doesn't always want to talk about everything um like this isn't complete yet actually sir (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um but we I think have a very healthy relationship because of that and it's uh very nice for me to have a partner like that so well yeah you're not um, like second guessing or stewing on anything and you know exactly where you stand in your relationship which security in your relationship is so important and that can only come through Mm -hmm. communication and and also through expression of love and how how well he takes care of you like I'm so blessed to have met him and just to see how you guys operate as a family unit and like with his kiddos and just how like you just fit right into that puzzle and you are mama shy and like it just it works and he's he's so kind and so thoughtful and like you're taken care of first and whatever's left like then he'll take care of himself after that which you just don't see that. And not that that's necessarily a requirement. It was just like, wow, like he, he's just a family man, you know, and mm-hmm. he will sacrifice anything to make sure his family is taken care of first. 
which yeah. I want him to take I, good care of himself too. <laughs> and I want him to make too. himself a priority too. But um, it was just mm-hmm. really sweet to see that, that he was just so helpful yeah. when we were out there and so kind and absolutely adores you, yeah. which is all you could ever want for your best friend to see them completely adored. Yeah, it is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and how has and- like like marriage and motherhood and everything kind of like changed your life and how do you incorporate like what does spirituality look like for you now because it's a completely different place than where you were when you're like doing your daily tarot cards and foraging whenever the hell you wanted you know life's so different yeah yeah um it's hard um yeah it all happened really quickly Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I had this family and Mm -hmm. it's lovely and beautiful but it's hard and an adjustment and Mm -hmm. um I do struggle to find those moments to um practice or to take care of myself and I'm still trying to find the balance for that and I yeah it's honestly when when you talked about um, where we are talking about self-care and maybe it's that I need to, or later in the podcast, maybe it's that I need to choose something that I need to work on for myself because yeah. it's not. Well, mine, I, I, <laughs> it does. I was just going to say the first thing mine that I thought today was eat a hot dog. So that wasn't going to be that productive of uh, advice for you. So maybe yours will be more productive. Oh, we had hot dogs yesterday. And oh, yeah, amazing, you did. So Self-care. I highly recommend. Yeah. I will say like, recommend. inner child happiness yeah. that is self-care. Your baby. Yeah. I don't know if you're like talking about just being a second parent to the other kiddo or if it's just the baby but you know five weeks like I don't think you get that much time and space like there is going to be a huge adjustment right you Mm -hmm. know it's going to take quite a while to find a routine where you're taking care of as much as you deserve to yeah and it is it is the other um the other two kids um also uh yeah how old are they um Twelve and three. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a lot. the The twelve year old is here with us this summer, which is fantastic. And honestly, she she does her own thing a lot of the time. Um, Probably helpful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, the three year old has a lot of energy, and (laughs) she's also helpful. She's also helpful, and she also wants to help, and um, is like in love with her baby sister um but it can be overwhelming as well um and uh but it's just balancing all of those things and a husband and Mm -hmm. myself and a new baby and um you're right I don't have a lot of time um uh the other day he went I think I can't remember where he went he went to the park with uh, both of the older girls I think and um, I we also our house is kind of old so like the bedrooms only have one outlet but I figured mm-hmm. out a place to plug in um, 
to move the crib or the bas bassinet while um, Edith was sleeping and to plug in the, um, I have a, like a video uh, monitor, mm -hmm. baby mm -hmm. monitor, mm -hmm. you know? And I figured out a place to plug it in. And then I went out into the garden and harvested some Amazing. stuff. And that was self-care for totally. me then, you know, yeah. I found a minute where nobody else needed me and I did that for myself. And that was really nice. So, um, how do you feel so far in like your postpartum, like mental health and just that journey of like physically and all of that? Pretty good. Um, we, I just had a, this morning had an appointment with, uh, Edith, um, doctor and she's doing great, which is really mm -hmm. helpful to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going through a growth spurt right now, so it feels like she needs me even more because mm -hmm. um, I need to produce food for her. I'm breastfeeding, so, mm -hmm. um, and it just, it feels overwhelming sometimes because I had gotten really, um, I'm also, I'm, I'm neurodivergent, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I mentioned that I, I have ADHD, which I mentioned earlier. Um, I truly do. I wasn't just saying that about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have ADHD and, um, uh, I'm dyslexic learning disability. So, um, I'm on that neurodivergent like framework. Um, and my mom, who is a counselor and teacher has often said about me that I don't handle change very well. And mm -hmm. I've also, um, I feel silly saying it, but TikTok has taught me a lot about my ADHD, um, yeah. especially, especially female ADHD mm -hmm. and how, um, how motherhood can be overwhelming because, and now I forget why, like they There's, say it's it a lot of stimulation. <laughs> yeah. I think exactly. It's part of it. Exactly. It's definitely part of it. And, um, and just trying to figure out the balance of things and, and one of the ways that I'm, I'm really successful in my ADHD and everything is that, um, I, I have routine and, um, I follow those routines. And when my routine is mm -hmm. destroyed, mm -hmm. exploded, um, it's, it's hard mm -hmm. and it's even harder to figure out what the new routine is. And so like, I had already gotten in a routine, sorry, that was a long way to get there, but I had already gotten in a routine about um, feeding. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is working great. Um, I'm producing this much milk and um, and she eats this much. And um, I'm gonna actually have to have a conversation with my husband and apologize to him because he has done this already twice. And um, we actually had a fight at like 4 a.m. this morning oh. because, um, we were and we already had a conversation where I was like I'm sorry about that earlier and he was like it's okay you were tired and um mm -hmm. but she was basically saying that she was hungry she was crying and you know looking rooting around for the mm -hmm. teat and that she was hungry and I just kept saying well she shouldn't be hungry because she ate this much at this mm -hmm. point in time you know and so I was having a really hard time with, well, 
she is hungry and just because it says it on your routine and your schedule doesn't mean that she's not hungry Mm -hmm. and she just it's changing and it changes so fast that it's hard for me to to wrap my head around that and that's okay I I'm flexible and I can adjust but it is hard um but I think for the most part, I'm doing really well. Um, I, my hormones were insane, like the first two weeks postpartum. And I feel like I was up and down and all over the place. And we had several little fights where I just like lost my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm doing, I think I'm doing a lot better. And I'm also, I've, I've been trying to go uh, for walks. I guess that's something that I've been doing for myself Um, and taking the baby with me when I do that, because she really likes being outside too. Um, But it's also with, (laughs) yeah, it's also with a C-section. I have to be careful because even just walking for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. can be pretty uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. it's later that I feel it it's not during like I feel really good when I'm out there walking and then in the evening it's painful um and something that was difficult for me to hear from it it was at one point validating but also difficult to hear from my um pediatrician that she had had a uh, or she'd had two um c-sections and it was with the first one, it was two years before she didn't feel the incision daily. Goodness. And I was like, what? You're like, damn it. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And it has, it has to do, I, she said it has to do with the muscles that, um, because they get sewn back together, mm-hmm. um, they, uh, and you're like restretching or whatever mm. that it can still be sore. And, mm. um, so what happens if you get but, pregnant in that two years? It just sucks. Well, yes. Um, my OB said to, uh, she said that if I was wanting to get pregnant again, that she really wanted me to wait at least two years. Okay. And I said, I, d- I don't think you're listening to me. I didn't, I, I do not plan to get pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. at all. She was like, well, if you do, it's, it's not unheard of, but um it's really uh it's it's just not as safe and mm-hmm. as comfortable if you do so yeah I think most of your body worry, takes like I'm, two years to it like even your yeah, hormones to general. like come back to normal mm-hmm. postpartum new normal <laughs> there's just so much like I feel like people don't talk about all of it and it's just a lot a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. And then you're out there navigating what feels like alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. But at least you have a cute yeah. baby, so. <laughs> yeah. It would be super cute. So suck cute. if she wasn't. <laughs> oh, I love ugly babies, so they're so cute. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or like funny looking babies. No baby is ugly. I shouldn't say that. No, there are <laughs> ugly babies. That is false. Babies I with character. I have seen some <laughs> ugly ass babies. <laughs> I think you can say that. 
I feel like um, this is what I was going to say a little bit ago, but um, like when you have a family, like self-care obviously is so much harder and it's easy for Mm -hmm. me to say on the outside without a family, but like I think it is so important to try to teach them that because I mean, Mm -hmm. you grew up with Anna, who's amazing. I'm sure you learned a lot more about like self-care than I did growing up. Um, but maybe still didn't have like great examples either. I don't know. But I feel like it is so important for us to teach our children and the children around us in our lives that like it's okay to take care of themselves like and then it's important to do so and not have to wait your entire yeah. life before you start to do that when you're completely falling apart. Like my mom always put herself last always and you know, how that could be admirable. I think that's also just really what a lot of moms end up doing. And, and again, it's like, you know, it's a privilege thing too. And like, she still does a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. She, your mom. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like it's, it's like, cool. Thank you for loving me and taking care of me. That's really great. But like, I I want to grow up knowing that it's okay to take care of myself. Like I've had to teach myself that it's okay to take care of myself and it's okay to be selfish in that way. And that it's not selfish to do that. And, you know, and I know that it's like, it's what my mom was taught. And so she's doing the best that she can and et cetera. And we just continue to like put that out there um, in the best way that we know how. But I, I do really think like for future generations, like that is kind of starting to change And so it is really important to show like it's okay to have alone time when you need it, especially if you're like feeling frustrated to like go and, you know, ground yourself and, um, you know, just so many different things. But I also think like if you can't do that so easily or frequently, at the very least, like you can do self-care together as a family, like Mm -hmm. finding different ways that you could do that together in ways of like, we're taking care of ourselves in this way. And here, let's go take care of ourselves. Like even you and baby Edie, like going on a walk together. And I know like as she starts walking herself, like that'll be something that you guys do. Cause that is something that is so important for you. And like teaching, like we're not just out walking, like this is for self care. This is for our soul and to like help us feel grounded mm-hmm. in the earth and release our our woes and our tension and things that are going on and being able to teach the kids that it's okay to do this and it's more than okay to do this and it's really healthy um, and not just a walk or whatever self-care thing you Mm -hmm. decide to do. But there are just different ways now that we can teach that. We have different tools available to us now where we can teach that and like TikTok and YouTube and all of that. Like there's so many people out there trying to help others with the knowledge that they've gained or tips and tricks that they're working on with their family. But, and that's why I say too, like with David, it's like, it's so sweet that you're like taking care of your family and then you eat dinner when everyone else is done eating dinner too. But that's also like a whole nother message Mm -hmm. that is like going to be put out to the kids too, where it's like dad also deserves to be taken care of and like to take care of himself. Like you are also important as well and if you aren't taking care of yourself you're not gonna be able to take care of us and I think that's what it comes down to for me is like you want to give the best care that you possibly can because that is what love is and if you're not taking care of yourself you can't give fully the love that you want to give 
your kids and your family. So that's why I think it is so important for us to have self-care practices, even if it is a five minute standing outside and putting your feet in the grass, you know, or, or taking a yeah. shower. Yeah. Like going to the bathroom and locking yourself in there for 20 minutes to do whatever you want. If it's sit there and cry, if it's take a shower, if it's just to breathe, like whatever it is, like taking that time and showing like mommy needs time right now. And like, you know, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be back. I'm not, I'm not, uh, abandoning, abandoning you, but like, it's important for mommy to have some time right now too, so that I can be best mommy for you or, you know, whatever that looks like. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think it is definitely more challenging and totally a thing of privilege, but like, there's a way to get, um, crafty with it, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. Finding fun, like, and yeah, crafting, like, is a form of self-care. It's something that you love and that's really important to you, too. And then you get to, like, mm-hmm. share that with the kiddos and just sit down and everyone gets to, like, have some crafty time. Um, yeah. You know, if it works, I of actually course. had a really <laughs> fun moment um, yesterday where um, David had to go pick something up and he took the 12-year-old with him and... Um, So I had the three-year-old and the baby and we had just gone to brunch with my mom and I really wanted to walk. And so I took them to the park and um, the three-year-old really wanted to go to the park. Um, And I said, okay, well, we're going to walk around this way and then we'll go to the park so you can play after. And um, so I went on the long path to to the park instead of going the short way. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I have a double stroller where the... um, car seat can go in the back and then she can sit in the front and um we had a lot of fun and it was sort of witchy fun I was uh we were pointing out different colored flowers and I was getting them for her and then she was putting them in the um the drink cups Mm -hmm. in her stroller and then um I found a feather and she held on to the feather and then when we got back to the car after she had played at the playground um, I said, do you want your flowers or just your feather? And she said, just her feathers. So Aww. she brought her feather back. But it was, it was just a nice so little cute. moment where we were connecting on things that I like as well, you know? I and, love that. Yeah. You get to doing, show her and teach her. <laughs> yeah. Still doing my walk that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So. That's so good. But, yeah. I'm so proud of you. You're such Me a good too. mama. You have like such mama energy and always have and, it's so beautiful to see your life just flowering and unfolding. And I told Amber before we got on here, I was like, she makes it look so natural. <laughs> like, how did she do that? Thank you. How did she do that? Well, just to your, um, going back to what you said earlier, um, Taylor, when you said, uh, what was it? it was something about um there's something about the baby and and being a parent and it I now I don't remember but it was <laughs> oh my god I don't know uh, something about like uh I want to say that you said overwhelming or something I said I'm terrified, but that's just... Oh, terrified. Maybe yeah. that's <laughs> And that that's totally natural. And I don't think that I was ever really... Uh, maybe right 
at the end when I was like, oh my gosh, it's almost here. I was kind of terrified about it. But I also was just like, um, I, I had a lot of, I feel like people don't talk about this a lot, but I, they talk about men not connecting to the baby until they're actually born. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, especially in the beginning before I could feel her and stuff, I really had trouble connecting and mm-hmm. the idea that there was something even in there, like it was yep. mm-hmm. weird. Same. And I feel the same way. Yeah. And so, and that's really hard because I think, I think a lot of people don't talk about that Mm -hmm. and um, maybe they, maybe they do really connect with their baby, but I, I didn't. So Um, I am not feeling her move yet. And I'm like 20 weeks, which is like kind of freaking me out, but also like making it so that I don't really feel that connection. But I did watch a TikTok with Dolores Cannon and if you don't know who she is she's like one of the people that talks about like past lives the most she like developed past life regressions basically Mm -hmm. like her Mm -hmm. own and she was saying that the fetus can choose what she has learned is the fetus can choose to have its soul like not enter the body until it comes Mm. out because it's really uncomfy to be a fetus um Mm. so like sometimes they will sometimes they won't she was like if you see shadows around your house it could be you know spirit baby hanging out but like it's really common for it to not be inside of you and sometimes it'll they'll decide to come in right before they go through the birth canal or come out c-section or they'll decide Mm -hmm. to wait till like right after and that's sometimes why babies come out like not crying is people the spirit is like shit do i want to do this yeah (laughs) or not (laughs) and then they're like all right you gotta go shove them in (laughs) but i really liked that and that made me feel better because i just thought that it would be this like magical spiritual experience where i was like so connected to this like baby spirit and it's not like that Mm -hmm. and i think part of me was like disappointed but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know that's kind of just exactly what you're saying like and not feeling the baby move at all is just kind of weird and i'm like is she in there (laughs) You are growing. (laughs) One of the the things that I decided to do, um, and you don't have to do this, but this is something that I decided to do. And I can't remember when I decided to do it, but I I got this like calendar and um, wrote down, you know, things that had happened that day that Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, we had your or we had your first ultrasound today you know things that I can share with her later yeah um I have a pregnancy journal I yeah and it did start to help me feel more connected to her and I'll say this um which is like probably one of the most irritating things to hear but you might be feeling her and you don't know that you're feeling her until it starts to become more um intense like i know this is dark she gets a little bit bigger to say but part of me is like this is gonna sound fucked up but part of me is like 
if I think I feel a flutter or something, I'm like, oh, you're probably just making that up because then another part of me is like, well, what if you go to your next ultrasound and your baby's mm-hmm. not like viable and you're just like made up in your head that you mm-hmm. felt all this mm-hmm. stuff? I don't know. That's going to make me cry, but sometimes yeah, my brain thinks that. Yeah, I understand. Um, that's, I mean, it's a reality and I thought about those yeah. kinds of things too. I mean, um, talk about dark when they told me that I never vocalized it to anybody and I didn't I still haven't this is the first time I'm saying it but I when they said that they that we're going down for the um, ultrasound and I had thought about this even before we went into the hospital and I was like what if I don't make it mm-hmm. or what if we don't make it mm-hmm. you know and yeah that's a real I think I about thought that about that real yeah. Fear. yeah yeah Mm. I'm glad you so, made it. I am too. I don't know yeah, what I would too. do. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm I'm so glad that we both made it. But yeah. I mean, it does happen. Though. And it's a and I'm dark. Weird. I was watching. We were watching something where like the um in the show the husband had to decide whether to save the baby or the mom. Mm-hmm. And I turned to I turned to David and I think we were cuddling and I was like. Who would you decide to save? Me I or the did baby? the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, he, yeah. and he was like, he was like, honey, what? And I could tell that he didn't really want to even yeah. think about that. But um, yeah, but it was, I mean, I, I think dark thoughts about those things too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and well, I don't think that that's the case. Um, the, we'll we go on and we survive if if those things do happen mm-hmm. I mean I don't know if that gives you any peace to think about but I, I mean I think that I'm gonna die before any milestone in my life so I didn't even think that was dark I thought it was just like me doing normal stuff I thought yeah. I was gonna die like at 21 yeah. and yeah. then 27 and then sure. 30 yeah and then now childbirth or like a couple weeks before my yeah. wedding, I was like, I'll probably just die before it happens. Like this will never happen. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah. I feel like I have those thoughts a lot, which I think it's just the the natural human fear yeah. of death. Like, I didn't even think of it as dark. I was it's just, just like, we are human and it is inevitable. We all mm-hmm. are going to die one day and we don't know how yeah. and it is and death can feel scary. It's sometimes. the only certain thing in yeah. life. And then the choosing yeah. between the two of us, I said that to Curtis, and he was like, well, what do you want me to pick? I'm like, uh, <laughs> offended that he wasn't just like, you, we can make another baby. I'm like, wrong answer, buddy. Jesus. <laughs> You're supposed to say me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Find that's another the way wife. I feel about it, too. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it, too. I think, I think, it, I think that feeling changes after um, the birth actually happens. Yeah. Uh, I feel well at least for me I feel differently about that now but um before she was born I probably would have hoped that he picked me Mm -hmm. yeah well now that she's a human you're like all right I'll take a bullet for the baby but like before she's kind of just an idea (laughs) yeah right yeah (laughs) that makes sense yeah um but I I do think I mean and you've how many ultrasounds have you had so far more than I planned on, because um, I had a couple oh, scares. Right. So I, I have remember. had three, and then I should be getting my anatomy scan with 
like my next appointment, which I'm like really ready for yeah. at this point because yeah. I'm kind of yeah. like That's... freaking out. Well, and it was supposed to be like tomorrow, but then your birthing care plans changed. Yes. So, so now coming I'll soon. So in July sixth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's two more um, weeks. So with uh, I think they would have been able to tell earlier, but you're you don't have like an anterior placenta no, or anything it's right? on the top okay so which everybody's okay. like oh you probably can't feel it because of this and i'm like i don't have that shut up <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna get canceled for well, this episode <laughs> like all of my opinions are just kind of bitchy but it's how i feel no it's your it's no, your life yeah. and you don't need anyone telling you shit about your body and no, your you're allowed to you're allowed yeah. to feel however you want to feel <laughs> that's and, how i feel i mean she could also she could also just be turned, uh, like with her back to you. you I know? feel like she hangs out on the left side of my body because mm-hmm. I can always my belly's like just a little uneven, <laughs> usually. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. That's all like push on. So, her. Little mango, or what is she this a week? A banana. She's a banana this week, which is huge. <laughs> I don't know. Their fruit Fine. references on this app That's- are kind of <laughs> iffy. Yeah. I like yeah, mango's it's wild than a to banana, think about too. Maybe not. Yeah, it said that <laughs> avocado was like seven inches. I'm like, that's a really big <laughs> avocado. <laughs> Ten inches, but, I mean, eleven point six ounces. That's big. Dang. I do think when when I finally started feeling it, I was like, oh, I've been feeling that feeling for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and the I like fluttery ish feeling that yeah, everybody talks it almost about feels like it almost feels like gas or indigestion yeah. honestly <laughs> like it it feels like gurgles in your like mm-hmm. intestines yeah and I had one client that was like oh you're not feeling her yet like the way she uh, said it was like well it feels like that i'm like bitch stop. i'm about to <laughs> shave your head shut up <laughs> yeah don't talk to the pregnant lady with like, scissors in her wrong hand. with you no why are you shaming yeah. me i can't help it yeah i don't know well, if it's because i'm like a bigger bodied too that at least. that that certainly can be and and that's what i kept telling myself and i don't think i'm trying to remember i think it might have been it might have even been around 20 weeks or 21 mm-hmm. weeks where I felt like I could feel it. Um, but then, or where, where it was more consistent. And then I was like, oh, well, I've been actually feeling that mm-hmm. since like week 16. It's just stronger now. Mm-hmm. And now I get it, like that that's what it was. Yeah. So um, I'm ready. I'm not going to say that that's going to happen, but I'm going to say it might, it might be something have eventually. She right. will. She'll yeah. do something. You'll you'll know for but, sure. Oh, and, like, Stop it. and then it's wild. Like she, mine. Um, it felt like she was. I don't know what she was doing, but it felt like she was stretching her legs out, like across your belly, at the front of my stomach, <laughs> and then she would like put her feet down across the stomach, and it felt so weird. It just felt. <laughs> Weird. The whole thing is so weird. My vagina is a different color it's, than it was before. Yeah. And your butthole. And my butthole. Let us not so forget. Interesting. Uh huh. It's like darker 
I was. It took me so long to, <laughs> to trim my pubes yesterday, and I'm not that big yet. I'm like out of breath. I'm like, this is not gonna get any easier. And then I was um, like, oh, that's interesting. It's like darker. <laughs> okay. The out of breath. The out of breath thing is real too. Like I felt that like first trimester, oh, like yeah. first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I why the fuck am I like I can't even talk to my clients Same. without being like, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's hormone related too. I think um, it's also and... your blood like um your blood oh, yeah, your volume. Blood. And right. so like your yeah. it makes space for more blood, but the blood hasn't come yet. And so mm. it's like easy for you to get your yeah. blood pressure fucked up. Crazy. Yeah. So I many. also I also got the um carpal tunnel in my last couple of weeks. Oh, Thankfully gosh, that was so only painful. the last couple of weeks because it was it was terrible. My hands got numb like right away. And that I think it's better now, but like it was still for a couple of weeks after um Mm. I had numb fingers easily and especially Mm. I would like wake up and I'd be like having to shake out my hands because of like it was yeah it really probably is a lot easier to be pregnant in your 20s but here we are since we've been mm -hmm. sitting here my whole left leg all the way up to my (laughs) left pussy lip was numb so (laughs) that's such a weird feeling when that happens (laughs) i had to shake that out also Uh, well i i personally am grateful i'm sure lots of people are going to be really grateful too for just like sharing the realness of pregnancy from both of you mm -hmm. and like transition to through um postpartum and family life and balance and stuff like I think it is really important I do see more people being more vulnerable in these sharing experiences especially when they are a little more uncomfortable because they feel so alone and it's like why have we felt so alone this whole time and now I'm in it Mm -hmm. and I don't want other people to like feel like it's all you know roses every time during pregnancy And so I think it's really mm -hmm. powerful of both of you. So thank you so much for just being open and honest about all of that. I think especially at five weeks, because a lot of people are overwhelmed and kind of go radio silent. And so like, as far as my friends are concerned, like I want to give people space, but I also want to be there. So I haven't always known what's going on Mm -hmm. with everyone. And so Mm -hmm. I think this is like a sweet spot to check in with you and be like, but what's really going on? Mm hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Yay. For sure. But anyway, this isn't a pregnancy podcast. Yeah, let's. Yes, it is. Well, it it is. yeah. I mean, like we <laughs> honestly been pregnant. This yeah. is a pregnancy podcast. Yeah, now. and and you know, like <laughs> birthing and creating life is so witchy, and there's so much witchiness behind yeah. pregnancy and birth, and like it's been really fun to kind of explore that. Like this, your episode is going to come out in a few <sighs> weeks, um, but we have a a doula that we've Mm -hmm. talked to and like we want to talk about other birthing experiences especially Mm -hmm. while taylor is pregnant and going forward on her and amber's journey pregnant soon and then yeah then we're all just gonna be prepared and acknowledged (laughs) so i told her she has to do it in joey's basement (laughs) because joey is certain that that's where edith was uh, (laughs) conceived yeah (laughs) well this spirit baby of ambers is here and i don't know when they're coming <laughs> but i i know could put fucking money on it do it's it it's happening do it let's do it curtis even said it and he's he's a witch knows sure. everything for some reason i'm like shut up 
no don't i love him he's just he was like you're pregnant i'm like no i'm not don't tell me about my body (laughs) and then i was (laughs) yeah david actually said that to me um when i it was funny because i knew right away but he he was like i pretty much knew right away too i was pretty sure that you were and um how did you know you were pregnant Um, my nipples started hurting yeah, that didn't happen to me. My boobs felt heavy, but I was like cramping like a period and spotting like a period. And so I thought that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. But I never got a period. Yeah. So. And then he called me crying heavily no, I... with like two or three pregnancy tests showing positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be fine. This is what you want. Remember? I was <laughs> okay. shaking. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's still scary. I took one. I was, it is. I was about to go out of town for a work thing, um, actually. And the, like, I had stopped taking my birth control um, three weeks before. Dude, so, like, literally on week. Fast. Or no, no. Three three months before. So um, fast. Literally three months. Yeah after um but I thought the month before that I thought I might be pregnant and then I my period came while we were at the state fair and I was really bummed Mm. I was surprised that I was really bummed Mm -hmm. and David was like hey it just means another month where we get to be just us and you know having I mean just us in the sense Mm -hmm. that um we usually have like family for um (laughs) Yeah, but it, and then it was the following, um, following month where I was leaving for Chicago for a work thing. And, uh, that morning I took a pregnancy test and David, uh, the three-year-old had come in at like 3am and was laying in our bed with David and I came back in and I was like, Hey honey. And I showed him and he was like, Oh, really? cool (laughs) and then then, uh said he loved me and uh would talk to me later and um yeah so it was just you know (laughs) now the baby's fast. yeah but I'm just also I'm really aware in my body I always have been Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of everything and every change and I could just feel it like I could feel that I was pregnant and I thought um, I was I the, guess not. the nipples were just a <laughs> but I think the like but period the symptoms n- kind of was like oh yeah my period threw you off mm-hmm. probably a little bit yeah You want to pull a card for us? Do you have any other questions? Sure, I can pull a card. This has been great. Um. Oh, me? No. Okay. <laughs> what deck are you pulling from? You said this one was printed from the internet. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's one that she created. So it's... Um, And now I don't know how you pronounce her name. It's M-A-R-E-E. So Mary, maybe, or 
Mari. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Bento. Um, she's an artist and a tarotist and practitioner of the mystical and healing arts with 18 years experience. But I don't know when this was uh, printed, but it's the antiquarian tarot deck. Um, I had um, someone uh, that I have had pull frequently and has pulled for us before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Madame Davina. We should um, have her on too. Who's that? Oh yeah, she's super she's fun. Great. Who is that? Mm-hmm. She's just she's a woman who uh lives in Omaha that um I went to a witchy shop with my friend Abby who I also think you should have on because I think her spiritual journey is really amazing. I love Abby so much. I know. Wait, can I write Abby um, and who? And Davina. Madam Davina. How do you go by Madam? You just call yourself that for sure. I'm about to do that. Yeah, well, that's her Insta- <laughs> that's her Instagram handle. I don't know if she I don't know if she calls herself Madam like <laughs> out and about. <laughs> well, Davina is her first name, so that's a cool um, first name. But yeah, um, I think if memory recalls, it's a family name. Actually, um, I thought I thought it was like a made up name, but it's family name i love that mm-hmm. will you write down anna red sand also that's my mom anna <laughs> red sand. Oh, um, uh, so yeah the antiquarian deck she um uh, my friend abby and i went to um a witchy shop uh in omaha and she happened to be doing uh tarot readings and i bought one for abby and then Abby bought one for me. Cute. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It was unplanned. I think Abby was going through some transition in her life. And I was like, well, let me buy you a reading. And then she got done and it was so great. And she was like, well, I want to buy you a reading. So she went upstairs <laughs> to the tattoo par- the tattoo parlor upstairs and got um, cash and came back down. And, Cute. Um, but this was the deck that uh, Davina used. And um uh, I just thought it was really, really cool. Um, basically, the artist um, takes old photographs, like um, carte de visite or um, cabinet card photographs. I don't know if you're familiar with such photographs, mm. but um, basically they're portraits, and then she superimposes um, coloration on some of them and, um, and uh, like swords um you know uh and uh pentacles pentagrams mm-hmm. different things so she Cute. superimposes things through digital art but um it really speaks to me as an archivist and as a digital archivist yeah. because I love the old and I also love the technology of new so I saw them and I was like wow those are fucking really cool and um and so I ordered a deck for myself. So this is this is probably the deck that I feel most connected with. Love and it. so I'll do a pull from that. And I haven't read in a really long time. So I don't know that I'll be able to interpret or whatever oh, from it. We're fans of books. I'll do a pull. Do you remember the name of the witchy shop in Omaha in case we have any Nebraska or Iowa listeners looking for a local witchy shop? Um, yeah, so the Conjure Shop is where 
I like to go in Omaha. And I have shuffled, so I'll go ahead and pull. And uh, the hanged one mm. reversed. Mm-hmm. So he looks like it's he's so cool. Dancing. I love the art. But yeah, cool deck. This is actually what it looks like. Um, You'll have to send us a picture of that card. Up. Yeah, for sure. So surrender, trust, sacrifice detox, unhealthy substances or energy, self-reflection, patience, pause, faith, suspension, acceptance. Wow. That's on spot on, uh, yeah, on the head for right now for lots of people. Made me roll my eyes. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> let go and let God, Taylor, come on. <laughs> Tara always makes me roll my eyes. I'm like, bitch. Come on. I already know. <laughs> so sassy. I already you know. Quit calling me out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You. I know. I mean, of course we always know, but isn't it good that's, to have a reminder? That's why we love Bitch, it. I never listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll read just the first paragraph. The hanged one shows us how to have patience, how to let go of things that are beyond our control. He's a perfect example of how not to struggle too much. It's time to stop fighting and to take deep healing breaths. The hanged one is at ease with his circumstances, accepting even pain. Can we find peace in times of suffering? This card suggests taking time to contemplate, meditate, and self-reflect. Release the need to do something right now. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. This is the time to let go and just be, surrender, have faith, and trust how things are unfolding right now. Yep. I've been having such a hard time, uh, mm. like, when she falls asleep. Um, and this is something that David and I just argued about or we'll talk about. But um, when the baby falls asleep, I feel like there are so many things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then I do them and then I'm more exhausted later mm-hmm. and I'm crabby. And he's like, he's like, I don't mind taking her, but I don't want to take her when you're not going to actually rest and relax and, mm-hmm. um, you know, chill out and get some, you know, rest. And I'm like, well, what? I have so many things that I need to do and mm-hmm. want to do. And mm-hmm. yeah. So those things will always be called there. Out. <laughs> I know, but yeah, all my doom piles, Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know about the doom piles. <laughs> my house is a fucking doom pile right now. <laughs> yeah, Same. I did do my dishes. It's hard for me to relax in that, though. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's actually but. clean right now. It happened. I did it. Well, with we yeah. did it. <laughs> that's such a good card though as hard as it is to like receive that sometimes it it, again it's like going back to that self-care like you're not gonna be fully able to take on the projects or be there for the people in your Mm -hmm. life that need you fully if you're not taking care of yourself also and having that time to reflect and you know just do nothing which is so hard Mm -hmm. for a busy mind to give yourself permission to do that but like also whenever else in your life are you going to be able to do that more than 
in the moment that you're in, in the phase of life that you're in right mm-hmm. now. It is really like most important. And just be like, hey, you go put that shit in a box and bring it here. <laughs> so you're like sitting, yeah. watching your favorite show if you need to like do something, but that you can still sit. And or chill. hire a cleaning person twice a month. Like spend yeah. the extra. My mom is actually hundred dollars. My mom has actually come and um and helped quite a bit, and that's really mm. nice. Oh, and, yeah, but I, I also um I sort of alluded to it earlier, but I um just took a quiz the other day about you know type A and type B personalities, and although I'd like to think that I'm type B, I. I'm definitely type A. I would have never Even guessed you were type B. I'm sorry. I know I don't know you that well, but you don't come off that way. Well, <laughs> you're, you're chill. So cute right yeah. now. <laughs> I am pretty chill yeah, about a chill. lot of things, but I also like, it was funny while I was taking it. One of the things is like, um, you know, rating. Also, I really hate quizzes that have you rate like, you know, um, strongly agree mm, or agree. Mm-hmm. It's irritating to me. <laughs> probably because I'm type A and it's not specific enough. But, um, but I, something was like, I, I think that it's important to be places on time that, it's hilarious because I do think it's important to be places on time, but I'm never on time. Mm-hmm. I'm always late. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it's really important to do that. It's almost um, worse. But I <laughs> never can. It's worse that you know, and you still can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I am awkwardly early everywhere because the fear of being late is like crippling to me. I will sit in my car for a half an hour just Ugh. so I am not late somewhere. That's too much for me. Yeah. I'm always like so I used- two to five minutes late. <laughs> Sometimes ten. It's rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, usually- I've I'm usually like 15 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Um. I used to be um, painfully early to things, and then I got sick of waiting for people. I was always drunk because I'm, like, awkwardly early, (laughs) so I'm just, like, drinking before everybody gets there, and then they show up, and I'm fucking wasted. (laughs) Whoops. That's what happens. Well, I'm actually, I think this happened to me in, like, middle school. Like, I lived in I I feel like I remember specifically a moment I lived in Denmark and for eighth grade and I went to meet my friends at the movie theater and I was there so early and I was like I'm not doing this anymore (laughs) and I even even if I try to be on time now it's like sometimes I wake up at five in the morning and I'm like oh fuck yeah I'm up so early let's make tea for myself and go do a tarot reading on the porch and I do that and then I'm fucking late to work 15 (laughs) minutes god damn it hey but at least you got that morning self-care in yeah and here look at this I told my husband it would be an hour and it's been almost two and um we'll ask you your question you're just always late you can go i'm just always late and he's got to know this by now (laughs) 
Um, so we'll go into our questions that we love to ask all of our guests. And this one I feel like we have talked at length about already, but um, maybe if there's one thing that you can pinpoint that you're just like, this is something so important to me that I need for self-care, what would it be? Honestly, we were talking about it earlier, honestly, surprisingly for me, and I say surprisingly because I am so outgoing and extroverted, and I do get recharged by people, but I think also because I grew up mostly as an only child, I need alone time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I need it. And uh, I think earlier on in um, my relationship with David and when I had moved in here, I mm. he was really good at giving me that. Like, I would be, like, at freak out moment. And I was like, I would be like, I need to, I need to leave. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go and um, go for a walk outside at a park that's close by here and similarly it's the place that I go and took you know took Edith in the stroller and and to me at this age when she's so small it still feels like alone time Mm, because especially if she's sleeping while I'm doing it Mm -hmm. um then it, it it feels like alone time still so probably my most necessary self-care thing yeah I agree with that so important okay so if you could tell your younger self one thing what would it be and that could be your younger self when you were little or as far up as yesterday Mm, I thought about this question when I heard you ask other people and it's gotta be um I mean, I don't think that I've ever felt bad about this, but just telling my younger self that it's okay to con- to be crazy and have all the fun that I had, oh, yeah. you know, like, yes. I feel like there were moments where I was like, should I be having as much, like, I say, quote, fun, you know, <laughs> like, being a little wild and, mm-hmm. you know, drinking and doing the things that I did. Um, mm-hmm people that I did or whatever (laughs) we're pro Um, hell here (laughs) (laughs) uh that it's okay uh oh gosh my mom might listen to this oh well she won't care (laughs) what does Um, she think you're a virgin you have a baby (laughs) no um but I yeah hey mom immaculate conception (laughs) But no, um, I, I think, I think just that everything and also I was so worried about not having a person and I had yeah. so gotten to a place of it's okay. And I'm not going to, that's just not for me. It's not going to be for me. I was in a place where I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, David was also okay with that. And he was not expecting to find a person mm-hmm. who he was going to spend the rest of his life with but um I guess telling my younger self not to search so desperately for that yeah also super annoying to hear but you know no it's very real it happens it happens or it doesn't mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. it is okay yeah Okay. I love that. Well, 
eat a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. It's my self care. <laughs> Go for a walk outside and smell the flowers. And drink your water. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> or booze if you're allowed. <laughs> or walk yeah, too. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pump and have some whiskey after this, actually. Oh, good job. You sent me that picture of the baby out and the drink, and I was like, "Bitch!" <laughs> did you see? Did you see that meme? Did I send you that meme? Oh my god! You sent it to me. Yeah. It was so, like in a couple months, I'll have a baby and a margarita. Was it that one? Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. It's I don't know like, if you sent it to me, but I think about it a lot. <laughs> well, it, the meme is like there's a baby in the background and a woman with. A margarita and it says I've waited nine months for you and then it, by the baby it says yeah you too I guess okay. <laughs> yeah. that's a different one but same thing <laughs> so funny yeah it felt very on point <laughs> yeah. at that moment in time I when think, I saw it I think, I, think I, that, like, I think I was like a week yeah, from exactly yeah. <laughs> you're almost birthing <laughs> yeah this Aww. has been so nice. Thank you, Shy, for being here with yeah. us and sharing so openly about your life experiences and especially around birth. I think so many more people need to hear the true normalcies mm-hmm. of our individual experiences mm-hmm. through birthing or any other mm-hmm. situation in our life. And just so grateful for your vulnerability with that mm-hmm. and I just love you forever for life or longer and so glad I get to do life with you even if we are miles apart I love you me too I'm so good <laughs> okay bye so to say more. yeah <laughs> love I you. literally early, <laughs> literally like 15 minutes ago I was like okay we need to be done with this and I was like <laughs> Oh my god, I'm doing I'm doing the way that I um I end a phone call with uh, you guys where we like go on a little too long and I'm like, okay, love you, bye. Yeah, let me just hang up. Yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah, we said like, goodbye done. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We just love each other. <laughs> yeah, but I love you both, and Taylor, I love you too. I love you too. This is great. And you know what i'm not gonna tell you it's gonna get easier but you will be done eventually i don't so. expect easy and i'm fine with that so, yeah. yeah i'm all good you're better than you were yeah yeah a month and a half ago yeah <laughs> oh man well i'm happy for you that your second trimester is feeling more uh energetic oh i wouldn't use that word but (laughs) yeah i can do things tired i can't do things sick so (laughs) yeah 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 for sure yeah okay bye find us on tiktok and instagram at waking up the witch please email us your witchy stories ghost stories corrections and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com Love you. Love you.